I'm Lights Camera Jackson. This is the LCJ Q&A podcast. Hope you're having a safe and happy holiday season. For fans of DC's Legends of Tomorrow and for fans of animated holiday specials, you are going to love Bebo Saves Christmas. It premieres this Wednesday, December 1st at 8 p.m. primetime on The CW. Joining me now, director Jojo Ramos-Patrick. Jojo, thanks for being on the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Jackson. It's great to be here. Uh, I can't wait to talk about all things Bebo because this special is so sweet and fun. Uh, But first of all, Jojo, what are the animated holiday specials that stand out in your mind from your youth? Well, (laughs) the first one that just popped into my mind when you asked that question was uh, the Clone High episode (laughs) for Snowflake Day. (laughs) (laughs) And there's the... um, dreidel stein <laughs> they have like a little claymation clip and it's probably the funniest thing ever uh gosh um but i mean i grew up on like a nightmare before christmas was like a big one yeah i'm sure there's so many others there's so many <laughs> There are, there are. And it's so cool that you now get to jump into that world of, of the iconic ones and, and the niche ones and this world with Bebo Saves Christmas, which is going to have the superhero fan appeal as well as the family appeal to it. How did the idea of a hand-drawn hour-long holiday special based on a very unique CG toy wild character from a live-action superhero show emerge? <laughs> I, uh, I ask myself the same thing. Um <laughs> I just got a phone call one day and was like invited in on this project. And uh, it, it actually, it took me a second to kind of really wrap my head around it because it's DC, which makes me think of comics, but it was a live action TV show, but we're doing a 2D animated animation and a Christmas special. It was just kind of like, oh, okay, so let's do this. <laughs> And and it did kind of take us a little bit to kind of like figure out like what it was going to be. But like once we started like laying out the framework, like it was just like, okay, we we got this. (laughs) Good, good. And and the special opens with a song and it's been in my head for days now. And I think it'll do that. It will do that. These songs are very good. It basically Bebo opens and he sings, you know, it's Christmas time Bebo style. What did you know right away that you wanted to represent about the holidays through Bebo and through this song and and the opening section? Just like every, every first thing you think about Christmas was in that first part. And he, he talked, he says it in the song, like he's talking about candy canes and cookies and like, decorating the Christmas tree like it's just like very like quintessential Christmas like you can't have Christmas without these things and then also just cranking up the cuteness (laughs) he is cute and and all the characters are cute and basically with Bebo Saves Christmas he's rounding up some pals and some new friends they got to get Santa back in the swing of things and and make Christmas time feel old-fashioned again uh, for the new generation. Bebo really has an old-fashioned outlook on the charm of the holidays. I like yeah. when he says, you'll he's, come he's around. A, he's an old soul. <laughs> he is. He is. You'll come around. It's been a while. That's a nice line to have. Do you feel like you have more of an old-fashioned outlook when it comes to the holidays? 
I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm more of the mind of the other bows that we have in the special. <laughs> it's funny because like the antagonist kind of has his vision of Christmas. And I'm like, when I was first reading the script, I was like, eh, he's got a point. I kind of, <laughs> I'm kind of into that. <laughs> and uh, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but <laughs> you'll have to watch to find out. <laughs> that antagonist, without without getting into too much, we, we've got Chris Kattan as, as Sprinkles. And it's an mm-hmm. interesting character in that he brings up this idea of is efficiency better? And, and you go into that very well and present a couple different sides when it comes to that. As the director of a holiday special, what do you think? Do you think, Jojo, that efficiency is better? And, and how did you sort of see that as you were making this special with your team? Yeah, well, um, we definitely, like, definitely, as far as Christmas goes, like, I'm sure there's the days counting down, like the days right before Christmas you've got this deadline and I'm sure like doing everything as efficient as possible is very helpful, but it's also good to slow down and like just kind of take in the season. I'm sure. But as far as the special goes, like we definitely ran into some instances where we really had to be thoughtful about what we were making. Uh, Cause you, you set up like the initial, look and feel of the show you're constantly like kind of finding the middle ground of like super limited animation and full animation with like lots of like like the design is more complicated and we've kind of found our found our stride but then we'd get to these songs that had like oh, if we continue in this fashion, we will never finish this special because there's just so many incidental characters that we'd have to design and animate as well as like backgrounds we'd have to create. So we took a, like the the beauty of the songs is you can kind of go nuts and you can kind of change the rules completely. And because it's a song, once it's over, you're back in the real world. One song particular was the Santa and Bebo song they're singing in the, what we called the snow bucks. Um, uh, We kind of took a lot of liberty to just really kind of like took a page out of UPA and just really like, I was looking at a lot of imagery from like the Mr. Magoo Christmas special Mm. that UPA did and just really like, like we're a Christmas special. Let's like get in the tradition of the Christmas special tradition. And, and it really like, we completely changed the style and simplified it a lot and it made it possible to get it done when it was all put together. Like it, it really blew my mind. I think I really am excited for people to see this song. Yeah, yeah. You're right that you change the rules when it comes to these songs, because I was going to specifically ask you about the Santa Bebo Broadway style musical number that you're talking about, which Mm -hmm. is really great. It has these cool, free flowing rhymes. When you yeah, I was first handed the script and all the lyrics were there. But I I mean, I'm I'm just I'm just the visual person. Mm -hmm. Like like when it came to the music, I was like, oh, this is completely I can't, I can't picture any of this, what it's going to sound like. We had two really amazing composers. I think they both knocked it out of the park. Instantly earworms. They sent the rough tracks and it was just them at a piano. (laughs) And it was so catchy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
Um, and then we just got to build off of that. Families are going to love these songs. Bebo Saves Christmas is on the CW. It's Wednesday, December 1st at 8. It's going to re-air Tuesday, December 21st at 8 on the CW. Director Jojo Ramos-Patrick is with me now on the LCJ Q&A podcast. You, you talk about these characters and designing them. They're so warm and they're so colorful. And Bebo is especially lovable. But just the way you've created the colors, what went into some of that process? Um, well, when I was getting to know um, where Bebo came from in the world of Legends of Tomorrow, like my first impression was that this is a toy that's created like there's a sh- there's a TV show for kids somewhere in the world in the Legends of Tomorrow world. And it's very toyetic and they're making toys for it. And I grew up on those on those shows like Care Bears, My Little Pony. Um Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So I just kind of like really dipped into that and really took a page out of that and made like, let's just make Bebo really cute, literally just like making an 80s (laughs) Saturday morning cartoon show with like the bright colors and the giant eyes and the cuteness. (laughs) And speaking of 80s, somebody from the iconic Ghostbusters franchise is in this. Ernie yep. Hudson voices Santa. Was he on your wish list, Jojo? I mean, he he wasn't, but he was an amazing surprise. Like, <laughs> I got an email of just like, oh, here's who we're thinking of doing voices. And I'm looking at it it's like, there's no way we're getting these people, right? Like, this, is, this isn't real. And then it was real. <laughs> Yeah, Ernie Hudson did an amazing job, beautiful voice, loved his singing, and he just brings so much warmth to the characters, too. Yeah, he's going to go right up there on my list of favorite Santas in TV or film. He he does a terrific job with that, and Yvette Nicole Brown is in it as well. Watched her on A Big Shot with John Stamos. She's very good on that, very good yes. in this. And, uh, you know, I've, I've been saying with this, Families and Legends of Tomorrow fans We'll love this special. What do you think? How is Bebo a superhero to you after your entire experience of making this special? How do you see this little guy as a superhero? Um, gosh, just, just in that he's, oh my gosh, like, (laughs) do you know Unico? (laughs) Not familiar with Unico. It was a comic book character from Japan, like way back when, and in the 80s, Sanrio made two movies with featuring Unico and he's just this little tiny, like he's mostly head than body or he's more head than body. And he just runs around and he just wants to be friends with everybody. And in one of the movies, he defeats the villain by just asking to be his friend. (laughs) And it's like one of my favorite scenes because the villain's like, no, not friendship. (laughs) So I kind of see Bebo as just like, he's, he's just so saccharinely sweet. And it, in that sweetness, like can get him to trouble, but it can also get him out of trouble. And, and like, he's, he's a super cute superhero, I guess. (laughs) He is. He is. And, and before I let you go, Jojo, after watching this special, I think based on the characters you've created, the look that you and Warner Brothers Animation have done and the entire vibe of this, I believe that there can be a follow up 
half hour weekly series with Bebo and all these characters in this hand-drawn world. Do you see that? Is there already uh, something in the works based on that? Um, I, I would, I think you are totally right on the nose. I think Bebo, like a Bebo show would be very, I think that could totally work out. Um, I wish I could just walk into Warner Brothers and be like, hey, let's start doing this, but it's kind of up to them. <laughs> well, I, I think they're going to see the success of this, and hopefully the heads of Warner Brothers are listening to this episode of the LCJ Q&A podcast as well and want you on board, because I think uh, you would be great with a Bebo show, and I think families will really love wanting to come back and see him over and over again. And we're starting off with Bebo Saves Christmas this Wednesday, December 1st at 8, re-airs Tuesday, December 21st at 8 on The CW. Jojo Ramos, Patrick, the director, thank you for being here on the show today. Thank you so much, Jackson. It was nice hanging out and talking about Bebo. (laughs) Absolutely. And have a safe and happy holiday season. And thank you so much to everyone for listening to this episode of the LCJ Q&A podcast. For more, go to lights-camera-jackson.com.